Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on March 6th, 2020. It is the start of March. It is the most electric time of the year, sports-wise. That's because we have March Madness, Tyler. 64 college basketball teams coming up against each other, trying to find out one champion. And we're not going to talk about it one bit. Not even a little bit. Instead, we're inspired. We're doing our March movie madness. We picked 64 of our personal favorite movies. Sorry if your personal favorite isn't on here. Divided into four categories, comedy, animation, wild card, and superhero movies. Today we're going to do the 16 comedy movies, determine the best comedy movie of all time, according to Within the Lines. Yeah, we're going to do uh, one week. So we're going to do comedy this week, maybe animated next week, until we get down to our final four. And then uh, we're going to do some movie rating scales. To determine the ultimate Within the Lines best movie ever. But this week it's just comedies. And it's going to be a real good time. And we also will talk a little bit about the coronavirus because it's killing us all. Yeah, we might die. But if we don't die, March Madness. I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yeah! So let's get into the movies, Ty. All right, to explain our process here. So we both picked 16. I think Tyler actually had 17 movies on some of his categories. 
Yeah, a little fine. bit of an overachiever. We pick 16 of our favorite comedies, 16 of our favorite animated, 16 of our favorite wild card, and 16 of our favorite superhero movies. Any movie that was on our, both of our lists before we convened was automatically on the top 16. Yep. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Then we kind of had to work out what other movies we were going to add in from one person's list, from the other person's list, and we got it. So we got 16 movies. We didn't seed them ourselves, Tyler, because if we seeded them ourselves, we would be showing what our favorite movie was. Can't For example, that. if we were doing top 16 baseball teams and Dodgers were one seed, we'd be like, okay, we already we already answered the question of who we think is the best. Yeah, show some bias. I don't want no bias in this. So what we did is we ranked the movies 1 through 16 by Rotten Tomato score. That is their seeding in the 16 comedy movies. We did critic score, then audience score, and then Metacritic score if needed. Yeah, I had a, two movies that had the exact same critic and audience score. I had that uh, one with animated. So. so yeah, we have our 16 favorite comedies. The 16 comedies are... The number one seed, Super Bad. Number two seed, 21 Jump Street. Number three seed, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, a.k.a. Tyler. The number four seed, Blockers. Number five seed, Sausage Party. Why are you looking funny, Tyler? I didn't even... Okay, I, I didn't even realize that movie was on there, and it's our three seed. Number six, Tropic Thunder. Number seven, The Hangover. Number eight, The Other Guys. Number nine, Wedding Crashers. Taking a long time to read all these off. That's fine. Number 10, Talladega Nights. Number 11, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Number 12, Blades of Glory. Number 13, Ted, the first one. Number 14, Anchorman, the first one. 15, Old School. And 16, Step Brothers. Mm. Soak that in. So we're um, just going to jump straight into this before we start talk about it. Step Brothers, only rotten movie out of the 16 consider you know according to rotten tomatoes absolutely ridiculous what do you know what its audience score was no idea but i know the critic score was like 55 it was bad see this is this is the issue with critics sometimes they're stupid because <laughs> this is a beloved beloved movie beloved by tyler yes let's see here 69 percent audience score that's, that's fitting. kind of fitting yeah <laughs> to make sure we're still recording we are still recording because we've it. tried to do this before, and I stopped recording after 17 seconds. <laughs> so, so we're for, actually recording this. First one. matchup, Tyler. Number one, Superbad versus number 16, Step Brothers. I know this is putting you in a bad place. This is tough for me because this Super is... Superbad with an 88% on Tomatoes. Two of my top five personal comedies ever, probably. Yeah. Now, have you seen Superbad, Jason? Yes, I have. It's been a while, but I have seen it. Did you refresh at all? Not really, no. Not okay. gonna lie. Okay, that's fine. But here's the thing: you don't know that movie. You don't like the other movie. I don't dislike Step Brothers. You don't appreciate it the way I appreciate it. I ranked it as a top five Will Ferrell movie last year. Number five. <laughs> it only snuck in. <laughs> um, I don't. On, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember much about Super Bad. I really don't. I should have rewatched. I was actually. I had all intent of rewatching at least the funniest moments, and I just didn't. You're a slacker. Every other movie on here I'm good for, though. Every other movie. <laughs> You're a damn slacker. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I genuinely don't. Superbad is great. Coming of age story. Some high schoolers trying to get some pussy. <laughs> yeah. Step Brothers is too, way too old to live with their parents' man. Becoming men. Yeah. They're 40-year-old they're children. Becoming best friends. And then enemies and then friends again. Well, enemies and friends and enemies and friends again. They start a band. 
They do. Has a great song in it. Mm-hmm. Boats and Hoes. Oh, man. Superbad's got Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen. Yeah. That's like the one. It's it's literally like the two different uh, kind of groups of comedy coming up against each other. And it's it's fitting that it's our first matchup. You got the Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill side of it. You know, the, the Francos and all them. And then you got the other side of it. The Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, oh, What's his name? Adam McKay. That side of it. Going up against each other. It's pretty fitting. It is. And uh, I think I know what I'm going to vote. I know what I'm going to vote. We have to agree on this. Yeah, if we both disagree, I don't know how we're going to settle that. I guess it'll just be a debate. If we're going to have to debate, my vote's for Step Brothers upsetting the one seed in the first round. First round upset, 16 over the one. Only been done once in actual basketball history. We're doing it with our very first matchup. You know, to be honest, I don't remember Super Bad that much. You know, I don't remember it much because it didn't make me laugh that much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, granted, I was probably a little young. This movie came out in 2007. I was probably like, I don't know, 12 when I watched it. So you that's, know. that's prime for that kind of comedy, though. Dude dances with a chick and she starts her period and everyone makes fun of him for getting period blood on his pants. I think that's, that's comedy. That kind of stuff probably flew over my head at a young age or I just didn't find it funny. Step Brothers has a few good one liners. That makes me laugh. I will give it that. Got more than a few. Um, I don't think it's a complete movie. And I think Super Bad, just based on critic scores, is probably more of a complete movie. Just going out on a limb here. Step Brother ends with the fucking Catalina wine mixer, Jason. I don't even know how Super Bad ends. <laughs> they go to a party? I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> my vote is also for Step Brothers, if I'm being oh honest. Oh my. I've I've I laugh at Step Brothers. Um maybe I'll laugh at Super Bad if I rewatch it, but I agree with you on this. I was kind of hoping you'd pick Super Bad and then make you make a case against Step Brothers, but I can't do it. That was the thing because I was sitting here and I was like, I love both of these movies, but if I had to make a case one or the other, Step Brothers is the much more quoted for me, and I, I just enjoy it too much. I don't care what the critics say. You know what? I think something we should do here, and I'll I'll, I'll provide them. We should have done it for the first matchup. I'm gonna pull up uh, the you know top quotes from each movie and just read them, <laughs> read them to the audience. All right? Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll read the next matchup. Also, if you're watching the YouTube video, I'll have the bracket up so you can see our bracket. Oh, are you screen recording? No, I'm not, but I will. All right, you're going to figure it out. I'll go back and get it fixed. Okay. Um, But yeah, if you're listening on the podcast, check out our Twitter or something. We'll post the bracket. Yep. Twitter, yes, Instagram. We'll have a picture of the bracket so you guys can follow along. Um, Next matchup, the eight seed versus the nine seed. Uh, we have the other guys starring Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. And the then, Rock for a short amount of time. Samuel L. Jackson for a short amount of time. And then Wedding Crashers with none other than Owen Wilson and uh, that other guy. Vince Vaughn. That's his name. And also <laughs> a little bit of Will Ferrell. Just a little bit. Uh, Wedding Crashers with a 75% coming in at our ninth seed. Other guys, 78% coming in at the seventh seed. So this is the closest of the two critic-wise. Eight, nine seeds are going to be the closest matchups. Oh, man. Two great movies. I know Wedding Crashers has one of my dad's all-time favorite uh, movie lines. I don't even remember. It's something about motorboat and boobs. <laughs> I don't even remember exactly what happens. I don't remember. But my dad loves this. Oh, we should also Wedding mention Crashers. Uh, Wedding Crashers. Brad Pitt. Not Brad Pitt. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooper's in Wedding Crashers? Oh, yeah. He's like the brother, right? Yeah, he's the, yeah. the, the boyfriend. Yeah. Whatever it is. Jock. Plays football. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, the other guys, some of the best one-liners ever. 
One of your favorite actors ever in it. Mark Wahlberg? Police Chief. Uh, Mr. The fu- Michael I'm, Keaton. I'm blanking on names right now. Michael Keaton. I'm never bad like this. Some quotes. Detective Terry Hoitz. Hoitz. How do you say his name? Do you know? Hoitz? Hoitz. That's Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah, I think it's Hoitz. I don't like you. If I were a lion and you were a tuna, I'd swim out to the middle of the ocean and freaking eat you. Then I'd bang your tuna girlfriend. <laughs> I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. <laughs> There's the ever so wonderful desk pop scene. Oh, when he shoots the gun? Yeah, he's like, everyone's done desk pop. You haven't done desk pop? And he just shoots his gun in the office. Detective Alan Gamble. So this is a Will Ferrell. Are you a big man? Huh? I'm talking to you. What, Mark Wahlberg, what? Do you wake up in the morning and say, I'm putting on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. No. <laughs> Put on a little jacket. You go. You take your lunch because you have big boy pants on. You got your big boy pants and your snack. I can say big loud things. I can be demonstrative. <laughs> yeah. I love the scene. Uh, Mark Wahlberg makes fun of the dude for dancing says, yeah, we learned how to dance to make fun of him. It's like perfect <laughs> ballet dancing. Yeah. Um, great movie, man. Uh, my favorite part of this movie is when he's talking sexy talk to his wife. And they're having the grandma go back and forth because he can't be seen. So the grandma's walking to Will Ferrell and telling Will Ferrell all the dirty things that his wife is saying to him. And then vice versa, walking back to the, <laughs> to the wife. Also, uh, Gator needs his gat. Can't forget Gator needs his gat. Gator needs his gat. Wedding Crashers. I don't even know. Do you have any funny Wedding Crashers off the top of your head? I don't. I mean, this movie, it's hilarious throughout, but like the one-liners. I think this one has funnier scenes. Yeah. Will Ferrell trying to pick people up at a funeral. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The dude gets attacked by the girl. And like they have sex. The guy sneaking into his room. Yeah. Look, I'm going to be honest with you here, Jay. This one's the other guys. Yeah, I'm trying to think of um, Wedding Crashers um, one-liners, and I honestly, I, I don't even know any of these. I kind of feel bad. I've seen this movie multiple times, but... I've seen it plenty, too, but I enjoy it. You it's motor, a good movie. Motorboat and son of a bitch, I think that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> My dad would always say that. But he... I don't know. He would, there's like a line. It is It is more a visual comedy. I guess funnier scenes, but yeah, other guys definitely has one more one more one liners. And I probably would also give it to the other guys. I love the other guys. I ranked it as a top like five comedy movie of the decade. It was so on both of our lists. It's only fitting that it gets past wedding crashers. That's fair. Next up, five seed versus the twelve seed. Number five, the only animated comedy we have on here. Yes, it uh, crossed over into two categories, but we decided to do comedy for it. Sausage Party. Great movie. Another Seth Rogen and his guys uh, movie there against another Will Ferrell movie in Blades of Glory. <laughs> Do you see a trend here? <laughs> I'm seeing a little bit of a trend. Blades of Glory, man. I went a long time not appreciating the art that is Blades of Glory. That movie. I, I didn't, Fantastic. I didn't watch it for a long time, and then I watched it, and it was good. I, it wasn't. I'll be honest. It wasn't as funny as I was expecting it to be, but it was good. I'm not going to pretend like it wasn't good. My favorite part of Blades of Glory is when the one guy is chasing him. It's like I think it's like the brother or whatever of the like the bad ice skaters. Mm-hmm. And Will Ferrell just like he's like on the lake, the frozen lake, and he like falls, and then he gets up and he does like this acrobatic <laughs> flip him off, and then just keeps skating. It was so it was that I was crying when I saw that part. That was my favorite part of the movie. It's a, it's so damn good. 
the dancing is hilarious the the one-liners and then the the brother and the sister i'm so bad with the names amy poehler amy poehler and then i don't know <laughs> that's the most you're getting at me batman oh will arnett yes yeah that's his name. they're fucking fantastic in this movie Forgot to mention, uh, Blades of Glory has 70% and Sausage Party 83. So, yeah, they were great. Some quotes. Um, Chaz Michael Michaels, an ice-devouring sex tornado. (laughs) An ice-devouring sex tornado. What's that when he's running on the treadmill? What does he say? That's a funny scene. Oh, fucking. It's It's in the one Kanye West Jay Z song. This is brutal. It's provocative. It gets the people going. <laughs> I thought that was in Step Brothers. No, it's in this. Oh. It's when he's working out, and then he starts singing My Humps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the other hand, though, Sausage Party, Jay. Mm-hmm. Animated movie uh, about food. Yeah. Food uh, trying to fuck, pretty much. Yes, very much so. I've never seen you laugh so hard in a movie theater than the last scene where Sausage Party... When there's, you know, all the food having a big old food orgy. I don't know if I ever have laughed that hard in a movie theater. Carl Carl says, look at these big old buns waiting to get filled with my meat, Brenda. <laughs> yeah, right, Carl. Who in this package would ever let Carl get up in them, huh? One of the buns in their packages raises their hand. Roberta, put your fucking hand down. You're ruining my joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, plenty of hilarious lines by the douche. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> like literal, the villain the of the literal movie. douche. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The scene where they think they've gone to the other side and it's like the baby carrots and shit and then they just start chomping people and eating <laughs> it's like people. A murder, yeah. And they just flip the fuck out. Um, I love the scene where the dude takes I think he takes acid or something. Yeah. <laughs> like he can talk to the food. <laughs> yeah, that is that potato scene. Oh yes, the first inner eternity. whoa, potato, way to go, buddy. Carl said that. The pipes, the pipes are calling. And then I think he was Irish because it was a potato. It was like, Jesus, the fuck? Oh, my skin. He's <laughs> peeling my fucking skin. It's the that Irish a, potato. That was a bad Irish it's accent. Your Conor McGregor impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. And then, I, I'm be honest. I haven't seen this since I saw it the one time in theaters. I've watched it a couple of times since then. Does it hold up on a rewatch? It does. It very much does. <laughs> and uh, that's why it's getting my vote. It's also a little bit um, satirical, too, because it's kind of like a satirical on like religion absolutely like because the promised land is supposed to be heaven and then like carl or whoever comes back and pretty much exposes the truth and like no one believes them and i want to say there was one part of the thing too where they were singing and like like the pretzels were like they represented hitler or something like that do you know what i'm talking about it's some german food that yeah and it was about how they were all fucked up but then like i forgot exactly what it said i just remember it was funny it's pretty much making fun of the different cultures and everything. Yeah, like the different food types. Like there was the Irish potato, like the something German was, um, you know, the Nazis or whatever. Was it like a They had like bratwurst? Jewish Jewish food and stuff, and they were like the Jewish people in it. Yeah. It was a good movie. I do want to watch it again. I'm surprised I have not watched it. Uh, Teresa, I'm not a soft taco. I'm a hard horny taco. <laughs> <laughs> and then that ending scene is fucking hilarious. It's a food orgy. It's very sexual. Very much rated R comedy. Yeah, very rated R. Um, yeah, I'm probably agree again with you, Ty. Sausage Party over Blades of Glory. This has been going good. Unfortunately. I don't know what we're going to do if we uh, disagree. I'm going to have to make my case. We're going to end up disagreeing as it comes down to the end. Probably. I think the first rounds might be a little easier. 
This next one, our number four seed. I'm actually surprised it had that good a critic sco- uh, critics score. Yeah, it actually had like a 50% audience, though. Ooh. Blockers. Starring your man, John Cena. Yep. And a bunch of other people. Um, Ike Barinholtz, whatever his name is. Yep. That one chick. <sighs> With red hair. Yep. <laughs> and then at number 13, we have Ted. Mark Wahlberg. And Seth MacFarlane. Talking teddy bear. First Ted, Mila Kunis. Also in this movie. I'll be honest, I haven't seen Ted in quite a while. I think the consensus best part of Ted was either the Thunder Song. Well, that was like the most famous part of Ted, the Thunder Song, you know. Flash Gordon. You could suck my dick. Yeah. Flash. I heard that the other day. Someone was playing it. I want to say Riley's dad was playing it or it was like on the radio or something. And I was just like, wow. (laughs) That was the first thing I thought of was just Ted. Absolutely. Oh, uh, also his interactions with his boss at the grocery store. (laughs) Grocery store, Ted. That's because I was busy eating your wife's pussy. Nobody's ever spoken to me like that before. That's because their mouths were full of your wife's box. You're hired. (laughs) (laughs) He's like doing the chick in the back and he's like, put your finger in the loop tag. Yeah. <laughs> um, that scene where him he's talking to the girl at the register and like he shoots lotion all over his face. Yeah, it's like too far. <laughs> um, there's the scene where the dude who captures him is like dancing all creepy in the fucking living room. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he's watching him do like the aerobics dances or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's a great movie. It is. I'm trying to see other easy quotes to say, but I don't even know. Yeah, the Thunder Buddy scene, fantastic. It's got Joe from Family Guy in it as the as the rental car person, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, <laughs> the Ted drives the car and smashing. He's like, "Sorry, I was sending out a text." <laughs> Frank, the boss, you had sexual intercourse on top of the produce that we sell to people. Ted, I did her with a parsnip. I, then I sold that same parsnip to a family of four. And then Frank said, "You have guts, and I like guts. You're promoted." <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, blockers on the other hand oh, one oh, go more ahead. quote this one i remember this one made me laugh it was at the beginning the narrator nothing is more powerful than a young boy's wish except an apache helicopter those things have machine guns and missiles <laughs> that's patrick stewart yeah <laughs> um blockers on the other hand story of parents trying to keep their daughters from having sex on prom night yep they find out that they're one of them is well they're actually all planning on having sex and then yeah so they go on a mission to stop them kind of chasing them around Kind of like a, I feel like a generic plot, but it was fucking good. It was a very, it was a very straightforward plot, which housed good comedy. I love John Cena in this John movie. John Cena's coming out party. The scene where he's, you know, has the panties in his mouth and everything, or like a thong in his mouth. And he's all talking to his wife like, oh, I didn't know you wore underwear like this. And it ends up being his daughter's thong. <laughs> uh, the butt chug scene. Chug, yeah. <laughs> Chugs an entire beer out of his ass. Um, one of the first scenes when they're first dropping him off to kindergarten, when they all meet. Uh, you know, they say bye or whatever. Uh, Hunter, Mike, Ike Barinholt says, I think our daughters are friends. I think that makes us friends. I'm Hunter. Lisa, the girl says, I'm Lisa. That's my Julie. And then John Cena says, I'm Mitchell, Kayla's hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the other one, when his daughter's about to have sex and he shows up and just fucks up the kid, just throws him like against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fucks him up. Um, oh, what was the other one? There's another funny fucking scene. I can't think of it now. I don't know, man. A lot of good John Cena out of this. John Cena, this is like his coming out party. I mean, actually, no. John Cena's coming out party. Movie that's not on here at all was, um, what is that movie with Amy Poehler? Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Is that Amy Poehler that's in that? Uh, Amy Amy Schumer. Schumer. Movie overall wasn't that great, but his like five minutes he was in it, phenomenal. (laughs) 
absolutely great. Um, but, um, also good in Daddy's Home. Yeah, Daddy's Home too. He's yeah, Daddy's good. Home too. Gonna be in uh, your favorite film series, Fast and the Furious. Oh boy. <laughs> um, Speaking of Fast and the Furious, as they follow their daughter's lim- limousine, John Cena says they're getting away. Hunter says WWVDD. Lisa, what would Vin Diesel do? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Hunter, hey, Fast and the Furious is completely unrealistic. It's not a documentary. I get that. <laughs> you need to take a lesson out of that, Ty. That's, that's directed towards me. <laughs> um, I think I have my vote for this one, Jay. Yeah. And it's Ted. Really? I think I like Ted more. I think Blockers is good. Blockers is funny. Don't get me wrong, but I like the, the uniqueness of Ted and just the lines with the fucking teddy bear. Hilarious. Mark Wahlberg's also great in it. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's um, good. Don't get me wrong. I love Blockers. This one was the closest one so far, I think. <sighs> and I know how much you love Blockers, and I have a feeling that's what you're leaning towards. <sighs> I don't know, Ty. Let's hear it. Talk me through it. I think I, I like Blockers more. I'm not going to lie to you. And I think might have, some of it might be recency bias, but... Ted's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I haven't seen it in quite a while. But if I saw if I saw Blockers and Ted on at the same time, I think I would turn Blockers on. I think Blockers provided me more laughs. Oh, I know what I forgot about Blockers. What? Isn't it the scene where this is the movie where they break into the house and the two people are having blindfolded yeah. sex and John Cena's got to like, like grab someone's dick or yeah. something? <laughs> oh, that's such a great fucking scene. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a scene that I loved that I forgot to mention and that was it. Yeah, and they're like, uh, tech, they're not texting. They're doing something, yeah. And then they have to like touch each other's. They have to touch the guy's dick and everything. <laughs> and then the wife grabs, I think, John Cena's dick. I'll go blockers. Oh, you're going to convert? Alone. Because I said it was close, and then I forgot about that scene, and that's probably my favorite scene. Okay. I'll, I'm going to go blockers. I don't, don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Then don't do it. But Make me a case they're, for they're Ted. They're too close. They're too close for me, and I forgot about the other scene, so if it was close before that scene, <laughs> I've got to throw it in. All right. You said it, not me. This Blockers. next one is, on. is going to break my heart, though. Another powerhouse first-round matchup. Number six. Two seed. movies that probably could have been in the final four for you, maybe? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Number six seed, uh, Tropic Thunder. Giant cast. Robert Downey yeah. Jr., Jack Black. Um, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller couple other people. Um, uh, what's the guy who's in it? We were just talking about it the other day, but he looks nothing like himself. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, the dude in train, train Wreck. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. He's Tom Cruise's assistant in this movie. Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey's in this. Bill Hader. Bill Hader, yes. Just absolutely. Toby McGuire? Is he really? I think he was an uncredited... Um, cameo, but he came up on this. On and the then cast. going against Jennifer Love Hewitt. There's another guy too. I don't know his name. Whatever. <laughs> going against number thirteen seed Danny McBride. No, number eleven seed Dodgeball. Steve Danny Coogan. Br- Jay Danny McBride is in it. That's not who I was. Brandon T. About. Jackson. Jason Dodgeball. Vince Vaughn. Other people. Ben Stiller again. This is the Ben Stiller matchup. I'm gonna be honest, Ty. I'm just I'm not gonna like waste your time here. It's dodgeball for me and it's not even close. I rewatched Dodgeball multiple times. It was one of my childhood movies that I would watch over and over again. 
I rewatched it again a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago at this point, and it was just great. Ben Stiller kills it in this as like the douchey you know, fantastic. victim. Vince Vaughn's good in it. You got the guy who Steve the pirate who thinks he's a literal pirate. <laughs> you got you know the freaking scary like Russian girl. You know it's just it's good. It's a great movie. The old man. I can't think of his name. Just throwing ranches at people. Hannigan or Pat O'Hooligan, something like that. But Tropic Thunder, man. Patches of Hoolian. Tropic Thunder, very, would not be able to be released today. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. completely did blackface for an entire movie. But it was like a... Uh, it was very much a joking about blackface. Wasn't it kind of, yeah, like a like a statement on blackface? Kind of? Like, an look actor, how ridiculous this is? It was like an actor who dove too deep into his roles. Yeah. And so he dove so deep, he became a black person. And there's a funny scene where there's an actual black person... He said something about we people, and he's like, "What the fuck do you mean, we people or us people?" Like, um, it's been a long time since I've seen Tropic Thunder. Ben Stiller kills a panda. See, I that's don't not funny. That. That's just sad. <laughs> You're bringing up that in a comedy for <laughs> not making your case. It's it's made played for jokes. I, Jack Black is addicted to cocaine. <laughs> oh, that was loud. Sorry. It's a good movie. I've seen it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I have seen it though. Surprisingly, I've seen a movie. We can go dodgeball. Because these, sure? two, these two are close for me, and it's not close for you. So the consensus is dodgeball. Are you sure? <sighs> yeah. What? Because I can't choose, and you very clearly chose. So if we're going off like a point system. Yeah, what Ben Steeler performance do you like more? Uh, Tropic Thunder. Okay. Okay. But I love everything else about dodgeball. And they're close. Because he is great in dodgeball. Yeah. But also, dodgeball has one of the lines I use more than anything in the world. <laughs> That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. <laughs> oh, man. It's a good movie, man. It's um, one of those movies, like, you just rewatch it and it's funny. It's funny, man. I love Tropic Thunder, though. I want to make sure that gets crossed. This is a very, this is another early upset. Tropic Thunder, you would probably pick over, like, would you pick Tropic Thunder over Blockers and Sausage Party? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. We're matching up next round. Well, sucks that it's out. I think Dodgeball, that's fair to say. the 11th seed moving on. <sighs> up that's next. That's my phone making noise way over there. That's all right. Up next, the three seed, 40 year old virgin versus the 14 seed anchorman. Yeah, I know. That's pretty so, low. So I'm going to say some nice things about the 40 year old virgin. It's, it's a, funny. It's a good movie. I've seen it. Uh, it's <laughs> Seth Rogen and um, Steve Carroll. Carell. I always say that, Steve Carroll. <laughs> that and Ronald Asunia. Yep. <laughs> the waxing scene is great. Yeah. Kevin Hart is also in it for a quick minute. Kevin Hart has a great scene in it. Um, I didn't watch this movie for the first time until about a year ago. It was the first time I ever watched it. And it was good. It was a good movie. Steve Carell was great in it. Jonah Hill's great in it. I don't know, but here's the thing. You have Steve Carell, who's playing like this awkward character you know i feel like that's every character he plays and he's the the one you know the lead in this and then you have steve carell playing an awkward stupid character in anchorman and he's like the fourth funniest character what does that tell you i don't know again i'm saying nice things about the 40 year old virgin <laughs> i don't i we're gonna talk about it later when it comes down to the end i'm just gonna pass anchorman on here all right this Anch- is very obvious for us <laughs> anchorman 14 seat is moving on not even talking about it yet 
We don't have to. This next one, Jesus. I don't like these. I don't. This one is probably my hardest of the first round. I don't like personally these. hardest. I don't like these one bit. Number seven, The Hangover versus <sighs> ten, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. I will say these two movies. If I were ranking top four, they would probably be in my final four, guaranteed. guaranteed. This is an absolutely ridiculous first round matchup. But hey, it's what Rotten Tomato said. That's why we didn't do our own seating. A seven and a ten. Oh this is the God. toughest for me. Hangover. Zach Galifianakis oh. is coming out party. He was just phenomenal in it. Great. Um, one of the best scenes, you know, when they check into the hotel, he asks if Caesar really lived there, Caesar's Palace. <laughs> um, is this hotel pager friendly? Um, you got baby Carlos. You know, not at the table, Carlos. When they're they're making him jerk <laughs> off. Um, Slams the door into the fucking baby on accident. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, you have. Oh, I can't think of his name, but he's a cop and he tases the fuck out of him. Yeah. I don't I can't think of his name right now either. Uh Ed Helms is great. Oh, Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle, yes. Rob Riggle does great in his scene. Calls Zach Alvanakis <laughs> says, Not you fat Jesus, slide it on back. <laughs> Ed Helms loses a does he lose a tooth in this? Yeah. The other one he got a tattoo. Yeah. First one he lost a tooth. Um Ed Helms is great. Yeah. Uh let's see. <laughs> they go to the doctors and they're talking to the doctor and they're asking him questions. It's at the corner of get a map and fuck off. <laughs> um, I think we were on the same article. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow, phenomenal. Absolutely Coming hilarious. out party for Ken Jung too. Jumps out of the trunk butt ass naked. Another great one. Surprised I didn't think about it sooner. It's not illegal. It's frowned upon like masturbating on an airplane. <laughs> counting about, uh, talking about counting cards. Uh, oh, Phil says, I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Alan, yeah, maybe after 9-11 when everyone got so sensitive. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. <laughs> you can't say that in 2020. No, no, no. <laughs> um, the, the fucking scene with the tiger in the bathroom. Little tigers love pepper. They hate cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This movie is fantastic. But. This is a very large but, Jason. I've seen Talladega Nights more than any of these other movies. I I probably agree. As much as I love Anchorman, we'll talk about it later. I have probably seen Talladega Nights more times than Anchorman overall. Like Talladega Nights was the movie that I'd put on when my we used to go out to the desert and ride dirt bikes and camping. I'd watch Talladega Nights at least once every time. We talked about it briefly on a podcast a few months ago. How there is a closely related alternate universe to this. Where instead of, you know, Anchorman guys in high school, we were Talladega Nights guys. Just quoting Talladega Nights every, you know, every day at lunch. We've talked about it plenty on the podcast. We fucking love this movie. So many quotes. I mean. If you ain't first, you're last. Yeah, the most famous quote. Everyone knows if you ain't first, you're last. Uh, My personal favorite. uh, Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) That entire scene is just fantastic. I'm going to. I hope you both have beautiful young boys or whatever and they're (laughs) track stars, whatever. (laughs) Um, This one's great. Uh. Well, let me just quote the late, great Colonel Sanders, who said, I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs> I think we're on the same website again. Absolutely absurd. Another personal favorite. This sticker is dangerous and inconvenient, but boy, do I love Fig Newtons. <laughs> <laughs> Zero, eight pounds, six ounce, newborn infant Jesus. Don't even know a word yet. <laughs> I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. That's something my dad says all the time. Fantastic. <laughs> Help me, Oprah Winfrey. Help me, Tom Cruise. Get this invisible fire <laughs> off of me. <laughs> When they rebrand themselves as Magic Man and I'm El Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Hi, I'm Ricky Bobby. If you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. It's a great movie, dude. Cal Naughton. Uh, I can't think of his real name right now. I'm only thinking of his fake name. John C. <laughs> Riley is great in this movie. Absolutely fantastic. I threw a bunch of Grandpa Chip's war medals off the bridge, and then I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. His son's names are Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> well, Walker and Texas Ranger. He does his driving test uh, with a cougar in the back of the car. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. The dad tapes drugs under the car, and he's just like, go get it. Got to run away from the cops. Uh, I just, wow, I feel like I'm Highlander. What's Highlander? It's a movie. It won the Academy, Academy Award. Oh, for what? Best movie ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Ricky Bobby, as he crashes, he says, yep, flying through the air. That's not good. (laughs) Then does like 20 fucking barrel rolls. When Cal Naughton admits that he posed for Playgirl magazine, (laughs) I spread my butt cheeks as my concho. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean spread. I had a full spread. (laughs) I just. (sighs) But The Hangover, man. Hangover is a great movie as well. I just, I don't, these are just the best friend song in The Hangover. Oh, yeah, I still know that by heart. Uh, there's so many good scenes in both of these. It's two powerhouse movies. It really is. Both, um, you know, if I if they made, they need to make a Talladega Night sequel, not a Hangover sequel, because they already tried that, and it was not that good. Second one would have been okay if the first one didn't exist, because it was the same thing, just somewhere else. Yeah. I don't remember the third one. I remember liking the third one more than the second one. Really? Yeah. But that was just when I watched it. Talladega Nights, though. Ricky Bobby, when he... Hey, Jamie, losing never fun, but here's a little something to pick up your spirits. And then flips them off. It's real nice. I got a Target. It was on sale. <laughs> something <laughs> my dad always said growing up. The scene where he won't say he loves crepes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's pretty much... He's like, they're pretty much just flapjacks. It's just like a pancake. And then they're and then Cal Nan's like... Well, pan- Flapjacks are pretty delicious. And he's like almost saying it. He's like, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) The ending scene where they do a foot race to win and then just start making out. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) Um, I have my vote and it it hurts me, Jay. But it's how you tell the ignites. I love the hangover, but you go scene by scene. There isn't a movie. You know what? I'm just sticking to this. I'm just sticking to this matchup. Scene by scene. Talladega Nights makes me laugh more than anything. You can't go four minutes watching Talladega Nights without laughing. Walker, Bobby, Daddy, you made that grace your bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I also vote Talladega Nights. I love Hangover. Again, two movies I would have been in my final four. But Talladega Nights is just, it's something special, man. It is. You can't deny. You can't deny how special Talladega Nights is. Greatest sports movie of all time. Oh, shit. I said it. That's bold. You just called NASCAR sport. That's going on our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, two versus 15, Ty. Let's hear it, Jay. Number two, a movie you like a lot more than I do. Yeah, this, uh, I'm going to have to do some going to bat here. 21 Jump Street against the number 15 seed, a movie, again, I didn't watch until a few years ago, but loved it. I think I told you to watch it. You watched it. You loved it. Old school, another Will Ferrell movie. Yep. You're my boy, Blue. I will say off the bat right away, I think in terms of overall movie, I think the critics are right. 21 Jump Street is probably the better movie overall. I just don't know if it's as funny as Old School Tyler. Mm. 
that's just I, I remember not laughing that much when I watched it and subsequent subsequent times when we I would watch it when's the last time you seen it 21 Jump Street it has been some time 22 Jump Street within at least a year and a half I'm not I'm not asking you to judge 22 Jump Street Jay I said 21 Jump Street it's been a while Ice Cube Channing Tatum Jonah Hill Brie Larson um, I didn't even know she was in this Dave Franco yeah Dave Franco Who's the principal that ends up going? Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. <laughs> that movie, man. <laughs> There's a scene he said, I didn't punch him because he was gay. I punched him, and then he happened to turn out to be gay afterwards. <laughs> um, the scene where they're watching the kid doing drugs, and it's like the seven stages of whatever the drug is. Yeah. And he like starts singing. He's just dancing around the fucking room and everything. <laughs> Uh, the scene in the play where he's like on wires because he's flying around as Peter Pan and they start beating the shit out of each other in midair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ice Cube, stop talking to Cree and Jesus. He ain't got time for your bullshit. <laughs> um, oh man, this movie. I, I just don't remember laughing that much in terms of like one liners. I don't think, I think again, this is one of the movies kind of like Wedding Crashers where it's more visual comedy. Yeah. There's the scenes where I think they're driving, they like shoot something that should explode and then it doesn't, and then they shoot like a thing of chickens and that one explodes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's always funny. It's right after the Peter Pan scene. They get the new car and they're like testing it out, trying to be cool, and he just fucking slams into Jonah Hill and like breaks the windshield. <laughs> but old school has Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Will Ferrell's great in it. Vince Vaughn great in it too. He owns like the television, the appliance store. He's kind of like the bad influence on. Um, Whatever that one guy's name is. Can't think of his name right now. The main Luke Wilson. Yeah, Luke I knew it was Wilson. Um You're my boy Blue. <laughs> You're my boy Blue. Old school has one of the the funniest moments in a movie for me, and that was when they were um adup- abducting people to be in their fraternity. I can't talk right now. <laughs> and Due to the fucking grocery, grocery store. store. What did they say to his wife again? They did something. They like rolled up and they had like fishnets over their faces and everything. And then they said something to the wife. I don't even remember. I think they just told, told her, fuck you or something. <laughs> it's like, you fucking tell anyone I'll kill you. Yeah, I think that's what he says. <laughs> and then he like takes off and just slams into a fucking trash can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the scene where they tie cylinder blocks to their dicks. And then the one kid throws <laughs> it into the sewer hole. <laughs> it just gets yanked fucking down by his dick. Um, the tranquilizer dart at the birthday party. I don't remember that one. Ah, uh, he that's uh they're at a birthday party and it's like a they have an animal like a petting zoo thing there and then will ferrell has like the trank dart and he takes like two trank darts to the neck oh yeah he's yeah, like yeah. all fucked up and he's like scream like a zombie yeah. like falls into the pool i remember that yeah i know which one's the better movie what's it's, your vote it's 21 jump street i'll allow it for me this is 21 jump street i'll allow it. i think they're both good. Old School has some funny one-liners, but 21 Jump Street is a lot of visual comedy, and it still has great one-liners. Yeah. I think if I watched both of them, I think I'd laugh more at Old School, but I will give 21 Jump Street the nod of moving on for being the better overall movie. It's definitely the better overall movie. Also, cameo by uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, that other in guy. the original 21 Jump Street. I don't know who the other guy is. But... All right, moving on to round two, Ty. Round two. So we're going back. Movies we already talked about, so this one's kind of just, kind of just walking through it. 
This hurts. I don't like this bracket. Tough matchup. It's a 16 seed. Okay, so first round, we had one. Oh, gosh, what is going on? Every time I scroll, it, like, messes up the bracket. So we had one, two. We had three. We had four lower seeds advance. Four lowers for four higher seeds. So 50-50. Okay. We have the 16th seed, the lowest seed in the bracket. Keep in mind. Team of Destiny. Step Brothers versus the eighth seeded the other guys. This just comes down to do you like John C. Riley? Or do you like Mark Wahlberg? Okay, Ty. I think I'm not I think I know that when I did my top five Will Ferrell movies a year ago, I pretty sure I ranked the other guys ahead of Step Brothers. I'm hundred percent sure I ranked Step Brothers over the other guys. Just make your case for Step Brothers for me. My case for Step Brothers, Jason. The other guys, it's funny. Doesn't have as many laughs though. Step Brothers is just a quotable one-liner machine. It is. It is probably the epitome of a one-liner. That's all it is. Yeah. Now the other guys, it's a good movie. It's a weak plot. Okay. <laughs> it's not like Step Brothers is a great plot either. But <laughs> yeah, that's why I was a little confused why you're using that as a point. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think the other guys has moments where it tries to be a little too serious. Not a lot of them, but it has moments like the abduction scene and everything where they, like, try to arrest the guy and then they get slammed into. Yeah. Um, Step Brothers, though. It's just quality. It's just quality comedy the entire way. I bet if you ask Will Ferrell, he likes Step Brothers more. I think Step Brothers is his favorite movie of all time to make. Because yep. they just fucked around the whole time. Yep. Oh, I just, like, deleted. Oh, no, I didn't. Never mind. Sorry. So your vote is Step Brothers. My vote is Step Brothers. Team of Destiny. Personal favorite. I think I would pick the other guys. I think it's the better overall movie but we're not ranking the best 16 movies right now we're no, ranking we're the best 16 comedies and i think if i were to watch both these movies tonight i think i'd laugh more at the step at step brothers so i think it deserves to move on for a chance to compete in our final four for best within the lines movie of all time not yet but it's getting there it's got a chance I said. a chance yes it's moving on to the second round third round <sighs> team fucking destiny 16 seed moving on to the third round it is one of the final I don't know how many teams are left at this point. 16 out of all 64 movies, even though we're not talking about the other 48 yet. <laughs> Next up, five and four seed. Another close mass up, matchup. Sausage Party versus Blockers. Now, I know which one of these is the... I don't... I want to say better movie, but Sausage Party is an animated movie. It is what it is. Yeah. It's so unique compared to the rest of these. I know Sausage Party made me laugh more than Blockers. For sure. Yeah. Most of that was due to the final scene. Uh, yeah, that food orgy scene really got you. Now, I will say, we were talking about it before. I think Sausage Party is very unique. Yeah. I think that has that going for it. It is one of a kind. It is very R-rated animated comedy. Very dirty. Food being people. Um, the way they developed the stores, like the world and like the different areas or different things. Yeah. Alcohol area was like fucking Mardi Gras. Everyone partying. <laughs> yeah. Um, blockers. Kind of cookie cutter storyline, but it does good with what it has. I love John Cena. It's very well known on this podcast. It is. He's actually back in the WWE right now wrestling. Is he? Wrestle at, the, at WrestleMania. Wrestling. Excited. And I've watched Blockers more times than I've watched Sausage Party, so what does that tell you, Ty? It tells me you need to watch Sausage Party because it's fucking hilarious. I will say, Blockers has more one-liners in it. Maybe not more one-liners, but it has more one-liners that I can remember, at least. I remember la- – I don't actually remember how much I laughed at Sausage Party. I remember thinking, 
Here's the thing about blockers. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Make a case. I had a really low expectation for it going in. It did not look like that funny of a movie. And I think what happened was it blew my expectations out of the water. It was still a great movie, but it the expecta- what it was versus the expectations made it that much better. And I think if I really sit down and look at both of these movies, I still think Blockers is better than Ted. I think Blockers would be better than Blade's Glory, who Sausage Party beat. But I think Sausage Party had... thing I like about Sausage Party, I remember it had jokes that you kind of had to think about. Like I said, they had those stereotypes about the different foods. There was jokes. I can't think of any specific right now, but I remember there was jokes, and they were like singing a song that was specifically about that. Like There was deeper jokes that you kind of had to think about and the whole like religion jokes and you know like the stereotype jokes just those kind of jokes make me laugh i like those when you kind of have to think about it for sure a little advanced comedy for you and coming, like, coming from a movie with food orgies and you know it was an animated movie yes but like you said blockers does have a little bit of a cookie cutters you know plot nothing special nothing new sausage party is definitely new even though it's really just the jonah hill guys I mean, it's the guys, but what they did with that team of people. It's their style of comedy, just animated pretty much. Yeah. Which is, you know, Good Boys, which didn't make our cut, was just the kid version of (laughs) that style of comedy. (laughs) A little bit. Um, But I think even with this, it was different than what they usually do. Usually it's smoke and weed, ha-ha comedies. I think they, didn't they get high (laughs) in this movie? A little bit. (laughs) They smoked out of the kazoo. (laughs) Um, but th- this one, like you said, it had more advanced jokes, the visual jokes and everything, how they use the food and like the different jokes they did with that, I think is v- very unique. I'll give it to Sausage Party. I really will. That's surprising, but I love it. Why is that surprising, Ty? I can go past my biases unlike you. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that you love mean. blockers. Sorry. I need you to I type, do. I need you to type one box up though. Type an under the line. Oh, <laughs> my fault. Sausage Party, final four comedy. Yeah. You love to see it. God damn it, I keep doing that. Do you see that when I'm scrolling how it's moving? No. Oh, on my screen. Wait, watch if I do that. Oh. Uh, Dodge Number 11, Dodgeball versus oh. number 14, Anchorman. These are the lowest two seeds remaining. I've already made the case for Dodgeball. I well, love that not. movie. That's a lie. Team Destiny still going. Seen it a lot. Anchorman. Are we talking about Anchorman yet, or are we holding off? <laughs> Jason, I love Dodgeball. Yeah. Anchorman's moving on. <laughs> We're still not talking about Anchorman. Okay. Anchorman moving on to the final four. I mean, are you going to say no? Do I need to make no, a I'm case not. yet? No, I'm not. Okay, I love Dodgeball, but Anchorman's moving on. Talladega Knights versus 21 Jump Street. This is another tough one for you, Ty. Actually, it's not. What? I love 21 Jump Street. I ranked it as, I think, my number one movie of the decade. You know what movie? Number one comedy of the decade. Comedy of the decade. You know what comedy didn't come out this decade? <laughs> Talladega Nights. I've seen Talladega Nights more than any of these other comedies. It makes me laugh the entire movie all the way through. 21 Jump Street, again, probably a better movie. But even with that, I think Talladega Nights got a pretty decent story for the stupid comedy. Yeah. It's a guy who is top of his game, comes down, you know, has an injury. Has to battle back from that injury. The new guy comes and takes over, and he has to he has to climb from the trenches <laughs> to get back to the top of his game, and finally overcomes any way possible. Yeah, it's a beautiful story. It's a great comedy. I've got Tal Knights moving on, and I'm just gonna assume you have Tal Knights yes, moving I do. on. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm not picking Twenty One Jump Street over Tal Knights any day of the week. Now, Jason, Final Four. People who know us. No, we love Will Ferrell. Yes. Turns out he's got three out of the final four comedies <laughs> here. 
Final four. Sixteenth seed, still going strong. Step Brothers. Oh, yep. The only rotten movie on this list, I might add. Not in my heart. <laughs> Number five, Sausage Party. Jonah Hill and the guys. Can Can you believe that Superbad was eliminated in the first round? It went up against a tank. The one seed got upset by the sixteenth. Would seed. you rather Superbad be here instead of Sausage Party? Actually, I'm not, don't answer that because if you say yes, then we already know what your answer is for this matchup. <laughs> then we got. Anchorman, 14th seed versus 10th seed, Talladega Knights. This is alternate Ooh. reality combination right there. Step Brothers and Sausage Party. Step Brothers and Sausage Party. 16 seed versus our 5 seed. I think Step Brothers has great one-liners, and it's a fantastic yes. movie. Okay. I think Sausage Party has funnier, less one-liners, but funnier situations. Yeah. Um, and it's very unique. Yeah. Step Brothers basically has no plot at all. <laughs> Sausage Party has a fairly decent plot and fairly decent, unique vision they created this movie with. Yeah. With that being said, Step Brothers is number two on watched movies for me. Number two on watched? Like oh. how many times I've seen it? Yeah. I've seen Step Brothers. It's just under Talladega Nights. I'll read you some Step Brothers quotes. Let's hear them. Starting with number 25, I'm Dale, but you have to call me Dragon. <laughs> My mom is being eaten by a dog and there's nothing I can do. I'm fucking miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Teen <laughs> um, Cook pay-per-view, 20 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Why are you sweaty? I was watching Cops. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many great scenes that we haven't even talked about yet. I still hate you, but you have a pretty good collection of nudie magazines. <laughs> Continue the next page. He's like, I like the old ones. It's like jerking off in a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife, you got to fuck one, marry one, kill one, go. <laughs> you and your mom are hillbillies. This is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad, what are you doing? It's shark week. Um... I want to roll roll you into a little ball and shove you up my vagina. Um, <laughs> uh, Brendan, that is the voice of an angel. Brendan, I can't even make eye contact with you right now. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> I say that one a lot too. <laughs> Maybe someday we could become friends. Friends who ride majestic, translucent steeds, shooting flaming arrows across the bridge of Hemdale. <laughs> I feel like a lightning bolt hit the tip of my penis. <laughs> what is that one from? I don't even know. <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but for a second, I think you took the shape of a unicorn. <laughs> um, yeah, Step Brothers has some funny one-liners. Now, Step Brothers, there's a scene where he puts his ball sack on his drum set. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, followed up by him trying to bury him alive. <laughs> in the <front> yard. Yeah. <laughs> um, the bunk bed scene. Yeah. There's so much room for activities and he fucking smashes them. <laughs> the sleepwalking scene. Oh, yeah. He's like <laughs> putting stuff in the oven, right? Yes. <laughs> putting pillows in the oven. <laughs> um, and then the dad tries to wake him up and they just fuck the dad up. <laughs> yeah, he like freaks out. <laughs> Boats and hose. <laughs> the thing where they, you know, they have like the meeting for a prestige worldwide. Why? I think my favorite part of Step Brothers is when they're trying to convince people not to buy the house, and he dresses up like a Nazi to pretend to be the neighbor. Another <laughs> dude's in a KKK kind of yeah. like robe, and then one of them, I think they put a, like a fake dead body in the living room or something. <laughs> yes. Um, the scene with Adam Scott and his family where they all sing "Sweet Child of Mine." Oh uh, yeah, it's fucking great comedy. Nearly kills him. Um, 
I love Sausage Party. It's probably the better movie, but Jason, we aren't critics. We aren't going off of that with this list. We're going with our hearts. Step Brothers team of fucking Destiny. But do I agree? That's what I'm asking. Because I think they're team Destiny. Okay. Let's hear it. Sausage Party barely got past blockers. Yes, it did. And that was more me slightly preferring blockers, making the case for Sausage Party. I know you had the case for Sausage Party, so I gave it to Sausage Party. But if it was just my bracket, I probably would have slightly gave it to blockers. Blockers and Step Brothers is probably close for me. If Sausage Party beat... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm going with Step Brothers. <laughs> I think you're saying it's Step Brothers. <laughs> it's Step Brothers. Which makes me sad because that means I put it would I would pick it to beat Blockers. Step Brothers, 16 seed. Critics are stupid. Going We've into... said this before. We're going to see it later in the bracket. Not today, but later in the bracket. Anchorman, 14 seed versus 10 seed Talaga Knights. We finally might have to talk about Anchorman. We're going to have to talk about Anchorman, Jay. Uh, I want to say something, but if I say something, it's going to give away something else. So I'm not going to say it yet until the end. <laughs> Anchorman is easily a top three Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that. That's not contentious. Yeah. Um, It's right there with Talladega Nights for quote, like quotable lines. They both, yeah. They uh, both. Anchorman's known as the one that everyone quotes. Almost so much so that that itself has become a joke, just like the guys who quote Anchorman all the time, even though that's us. It was absolutely us in high school. Talladega Nights was like the sleeper version of Anchorman. That's what we talked about on the podcast. It was always on TV, and it, just everyone always watched it. It's great. Yeah. Um, but Anchorman, Steve Carroll, Carell, <laughs> uh, Will Ferrell, Paul yeah. Rudd. Paul Rudd. Ben Stiller. David, yeah, he's barely in it. David <laughs> Kochnik. Cautioner, yeah. However you say his name, it's the fourth guy on the team. Um, Christina Applegate, just a star-studded cast. Um, they got a great fight scene. Brick Tamlin has a trident, throws it through the guy's heart. Oh, he does have the trident in that one, right? Yeah. Brick, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You should find yourself. Why a safe he had a house. hand grenade? Does he have both? It's the beginning it's of the fight. He says, Brick, the- where'd you get a hand grenade? <laughs> I don't just- know. And then in the middle of the fight, you just get a scene of him fucking throwing a trident <laughs> through someone's fucking heart. Riding a horse. <laughs> Shit. Um, just all the scenes with uh, Ron and Christina Applegate, like the warming up and shit. Yeah. At the at the table. Uh, the original, like the party. Yeah. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Come and see how good I look. Um, you're like a miniature Buddha covered in hair. What does he say right before that? You ate a whole wheel of cheese and something else. I'm not even mad. That's impressive. <laughs> um, possibly top five musical number of any movie of all time. That being um, Afternoon Delight. Can't find my baby, gotta hold her tight. I know the whole. I know all the words to that. <laughs> the scene where he's just working out with his shirt off. She walks in. He's like one thousand one. Anchorman. I mean scene where he has the boner in the office <laughs> it's just an illusion in the pants i've been meaning to take him back whatever he says um go fuck yourself san diego yeah it's great milk was a bad choice <laughs> san diego the um, spaniards called it a whale's vagina i honestly i think talladega nights has more consistent laughing scenes in it as far as how often I laugh, 
Okay. I think Anchorman makes me laugh more overall, though. I don't know what that means. So <laughs> I if no I watch Talladega Nights, every 30 seconds, I'm going to laugh. Okay. <laughs> Anchorman, I'm going to be dying of laughter at multiple scenes. Yeah. So I might just get some chuckles out of me with Talladega Nights, because there's always some chuckles to be had. Anchorman, maybe not as many chuckle scenes, but when there is comedy, it's fucking great. Can I tell you something, Ty? Let's hear it. I haven't seen Anchorman since high school. That That is ridiculous. Jason, when I moved out and I had nothing hooked up for my TV, I had no way to watch anything, I went out like a caveman and bought Anchorman on Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have not watched Anchorman since high school. I've seen it in like chunks, but never. I just haven't. That's why you ranked Anchorman 2 above Anchorman when we did whatever fucking list. You're absurd. You need to watch this. No, I didn't. I ranked Anchorman 1. Mm. Anchorman 2, though, you were just mad about how high it was. Yeah, that's fair. I ranked Anchorman 2 as the top comedy of the decade. That's what you were mad about. <sighs> but I I mean, I look, we said in an alternate universe, we would be Talladega Nights, guys. Yes. Is this the alternate universe? I don't think it is. I think this is the actual universe. So, therefore, I mean... Like I said, if this was an alternate universe and we grew up quoting Talladega Nights movies in high school, we might be having the same conversation right now. Like, oh, Anchorman's actually, you know, sleepily as funny as Talladega Nights, but we would have the connection to Talladega Nights and then we'd pick Talladega Nights. It's reversed in the real world. We quote an Anchorman. We love Anchorman. It means a lot to our friendship, not with just us, with all of our friends. And as good as Talladega Nights is and as sneakily as funny as it is and as closer than people think it is, I just don't think you, you know, we're comparing Talladega Nights to Anchorman. We're saying it's, oh, like, as funny as Anchorman. What does that tell you? Tells me Anchorman's got to move on. To the finals. The 14th seed versus the 16th seed. Critics don't know comedy. <laughs> we know comedy. Critics don't know comedy. <laughs> also, maybe uh, maybe some Will Ferrell bias. Maybe we love ourselves some Will Ferrell. <laughs> I'll admit doesn't. it. I'll admit it. Who doesn't love Will Ferrell? Especially classic Will Ferrell. If you yeah, don't like not, new Will not Ferrell. nowadays. That's, that's fine. I've liked his recent movies. Daddy's Home 2 was funny. It was all right. Get Hard was funny. That was, that was funny. They're not as funny as his classics, but they're funny. Yeah. I mean, I never watched his new, new one. I don't think any of them are funnier than, let's see, Step Brothers, The Other Guys, Blades of Glory, Anchorman, I mean, well, or Talladega Nights. It's... Telling. Maybe old school. Might be funnier than old school. If it was funnier than old school, why didn't we put him on our top 16? I don't know. Didn't think about it. <laughs> Get Hard was pretty funny, but I'm biased towards Will Ferrell. I'm not afraid to admit it. Classic Will Ferrell. Nothing better. He's probably, I mean, I don't know much, but he's probably the greatest comedy actor of all time. Sorry, Bill Murray or whoever else people might get upset at me for saying that. That's fair. Mostly because I love Will Ferrell and I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> okay, so you're, the final is kind of a... Uh... <sighs> Another predicament for you, Step Brothers, the team of Destiny, just mowing down, mowing down powerhouses, mowed down Sausage Party, mowed down the other guys, mowed down the number one seed super bad. Coming up against Anchorman, which we didn't talk about until this round because it's been such a breeze for the 14 seed. Let's not understate. The 14 seed also made it here. That's kind of a team of Destiny. 14 and the 16 seed. What was the 15 seed? Old school. I just got eliminated first round. Yeah. It's not stepping up. <laughs> I hate this fucking argument. What argument? Talladega Nights, Anchorman, Step Brothers are my 1A, 1B, 1C. (laughs) You know where I stand. I'm not going to... Look, I'm not going to hide it. 
anymore. I was going to say Anchorman versus Talladega Nights. That was the people's final and the people being me. <laughs> that was, I, those are my two favorite comedies of all time. And, you know, have I given Step Brothers a little bit too much slack, too much uh, hate? Maybe a little bit. Okay. But I just, when I first watched it the first time, you know why I gave it too much hate? I was just disappointed. I was told how revolutionary funny it is. And the first time I watched it, I was like, I was let down. You need to watch it again. I ha- I've actually watched Step Brothers multiple times. I've given it the benefit. I even got the DVD R-rated version watched it. And I was like, it wasn't, still wasn't that funny. It's That's funny. So funny. It makes me laugh. But I was let down by it. And it's given me a little bit of a sour taste to it. Does that mean I'm undervaluing it? Probably a little bit. But at the same time, I helped vote it to the finals. Chickpeas in the urinal. <laughs> That's just funny. Step Brothers. I just feel like it's the baby of Anchor. Like, it's just so ridiculous. And Anchorman is ridiculous too. But Anchorman at least has somewhat of a story, I guess. I think that's the main difference. Anchorman has Anchorman very similar to Talladega Nights. <laughs> a man at the top of his game, new person comes in, he has a accident on air, says the wrong thing. <laughs> new person kind of starts to take over. He has the comeback, saves it all at the San Diego Zoo. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of his movies, I feel like, are like that. Blades of Glory, aren't they like the top skaters? That's, no, it's different. Oh, okay. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's not like they had like something and felt like they hated each other. They're top solo skaters and then got yeah. eliminated yeah, from yeah. solo so they'd do duos. It's a little different. I've never thought about how similar those plots are, though. Yeah. Look. I love Anchorman. <laughs> I love Step Brothers. Step Brothers is just funny guys saying funny things. Anchorman is funny guys saying funny things in a story. Yeah. With the with the point zero one percent advantage, Anchorman. Is anyone surprised? <laughs> I don't think they should be. Anchorman moving on to the final four, which is an issue because we've done a fucking movie scale on Anchorman already. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I think we just don't look at it. We just do a fresh movie scale on it. And see if we rank it the same as we... Well, actually, I don't have my individual scale, so I don't even know if I'd rank it the same. I don't either. I just know what we got together. Anchorman, moving on to the final four within the lines, greatest movie of all time, March Movie Madness. This is a no-brainer, though. Defeated some juggernauts itself. It did. It moved Defeated on. Defeated 40-year-old virgin. I mean, <laughs> okay. Yeah, first round, it got defeated by Anchorman. I was going to say that was first round elimination, but it was because of the juggernaut. They defeated Dodgeball. That one. Dodgeball is near and dear to our hearts. Defeated Talladega Knights and Step Brothers. If I had to do my final four, switch it over, I think, and I, I'm sorry I'm going to say this to you, Ty, I think it would be Anchorman, Talladega Knights, Hangover, and Dodgeball. I think that'd be my final four. You think? Switch out Step Brothers and Sausage Party for um, Hangover and Dodgeball. Hangover went up against Talladega Knights. So there's nothing we can do about that. No, yeah, I know. But you're just saying your top four total. Yeah. My Mount Rushmore of comedies. I would have liked to see Tropic Thunder go a little deeper, but it went up against Dodgeball, which went up against Anchorman. That's just <laughs> unfortunate. Anchorman, greatest comedy movie of all time. Some snubs I was thinking of while we were doing this. Um, Semi-Pro? A bad movie, but I just I laughed my ass I literally watched it two days ago. Was it good again? Or still good? It was all right. Aw, uh, didn't play? It was, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It's still funny, but it's not as funny as these movies. 
There was one I saw when we were uh, Bridesmaids. I know that's a lot of people like Bridesmaids. Yeah, I've only seen it a couple times. Not for me. I don't think I was the intended audience for that. I think it's funny. Um, One of the ones I recommended was um, Booksmart, which I was surprised you didn't jump on. Because I know you said you really liked it. I really, really liked it. I don't. I think I would have been too recency biased to throw it on here. Maybe, maybe it makes the 2021 March Movie Madness bracket. <laughs> Elf is a funny movie. I thought about that. Hey, very, very heavy. Hey, Will maybe influence. that could be in our wild card round. We still are determining movies for the wild card round. It's a comedy, but it's like a Christmas movie. White Chicks, great movie. Also, just throwing it out there, Adam Sandler comedies were not on this. They will appear later in the wild card round. Adam Sandler himself was the wild card. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Adam Sandler as comedies, I don't know. Because that's a, his movies weren't just straight comedies. I mean, they are and they I think aren't. I had Waterboy on mine, didn't I? No, you didn't. Oh. I thought about it at least. Waterboy, that's a snub. That's a snub. There was one significant snub I was thinking of while we were while we were talking. And I don't remember I'm anymore. I'm going to guess it was a Will Ferrell movie. No, it wasn't. That was the funny part. Dumb and Dumber. I've actually never seen Dumb and Dumber. Ace Ventura. That's a great movie. Snub. I love Zoolander. Never seen it, but no. No, there was a big one, Ty. I can't think of it now. It's pissing me off, dude. It's gonna piss me off. New or older? Stuber. That's really what you thought was the no, sub? No. <laughs> it's like we gave it like a sixty-eight. <laughs> I don't remember. It was something good. I saw it when I was looking at movies, and I don't remember anymore. I mean, let's be real here. Nothing was gonna beat Anchorman. Yep. No, no comedy. I will say there isn't. It isn't a guarantee Anchorman wins this. That's not no, because we're not gonna use our bias. Well, no, that's the whole point is we're using our bias. But I'm very biased about other movies too. <laughs> well, using our bias, but then when we get to the final four, we're doing a bias of our movie scale. Which, like, let's say Anchorman comes up against whatever, we might do. We might say Anchorman, but then we might do the movie scale. The other movie wins by one point. Yeah, we gotta give it to the other movie. I'm One just saying, square. I already know a couple of other movies that I love. They're going to have to tune in next week to figure out which ones. What are we doing next week? We can do animated superhero. Wild card. We don't have it um, done yet, but we can finish it. Do I have to watch anything for animated? Do you have to watch anything for superhero? No. Um, definitely not. What is ITSV? Into the Spider-Verse. Oh. That was way too long of a title to fit in the bracket. <laughs> I thought you just put like Spider-Verse. I could have. Yeah, it's going to be confusing for our peoples. They're not going to know what that is. Here, let me, let me fix it. I think everyone online knows what that stands for except for you. <sighs> that was a little rude. Um, <laughs> let's do superhero next week. Okay. Find out who comedy is going to be playing in the final four. Because that's how our bracket is lined up. <laughs> I mean, but we're going to do it for at one time. Yeah. But technically... It's going up against superhero movies. Oh, no. I was going to do... Oh, I do, could, No, yeah. That makes the most sense. You're right. We're going to do four movies. We're going to do a scale for all four of them, and then one, two, three, and four. Not comedy superhero head-to-head, animated wild card head-to-head, and then a final head-to-head, because we'll already have the scores. Yeah, that makes sense. Superhero next week. This is uh, it's going to be a contentious one. Little little teaser for next week. Yeah. Dark Knight and the Joker facing off in round one. Heath Ledger versus Joaquin Phoenix. I'm surprised Joker was a 16 seed. What was it, Rod? 60-something? Are you serious? 
How does a movie that's nominated for Best Picture because it's such a well-made movie like knock it over with the critics? I don't know. That's weird. I don't know what to tell you. That's real weird. 68% critics. 88 audience. 68% critics. Won an Oscar for Best Actor. Was nominated for Best Picture. And it is our 16th seed next week. We'll talk about it next week. Coming up against in the first round. Some people say the greatest comic book movie of all time, superhero movie of all time. Sitting out of one seed right now. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a good talk. A uh, lot of good matchups. If we make it to next week. That is an issue. Because the coronavirus might kill us. In the superhero movies, you got to worry about supervillains. Right now, we just got to worry about coronavirus. So I know you wanted to talk about something movie related with the coronavirus, tie. Yeah, so uh, James Bond, No Time to Die. Wow, I was so excited for that one. Kind of ironic title because they're pushing the movie back because they're afraid people are going to die. Well, I don't think it's they're afraid people are going to die. They're afraid they're not going to go see their movie. Yeah. James Bond got pushed back to like November. Yeah. Like months for a pushback of a major release. Like, And they're expected to do great numbers overseas. And I believe China last year in February compared to this year in February – their box office is down like $2 billion. Yeah, no one in China is yeah. going to go to the movies. No one's going to the movies right now with coronavirus. Um, movies, like studios are losing a fuck ton of money if their movie came out and they're like planning on making money overseas. I'll be interested to see uh, what Onward does. We'll probably talk about that maybe next week. I think they, I feel like they make more most of their money domestically anyways. They'll, they'll probably do good, but. I'm wondering if it will oh, perform. How does it? I thought you meant like if it'll push itself back. I thought that's what you were asking. Like what it will do? Oh no! Onwards, it's releasing. I yeah, I'm pretty sure they already have show times actually as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I think we could see it right now. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering what their numbers will look like um, with the issue of China. And then moving forward, if any other movies will do the same thing as the James Bond movie and push it back. Black Widow coming out in May. Black Widow, a huge one. Marvel makes so much money overseas. Yep. And, uh, yeah. I, well, just here, too, if the coronavirus gets worse domestically, too, people yeah, are going to go to the movies domestically. Up. It has been picking up here. Um, I know there's a case in L.A., case in New York, which obviously are huge money-making areas. A lot in Seattle. 14, the death total is up to 14. It's crazy. Which... I know sporting events like spring training and everything right now, they were having players sign baseballs in the clubhouse and then tossing the baseballs to fans. Smart. So they weren't interacting with fans and stuff, which will be it'll be interesting to see if they do something with sporting events even. I hope not because I'm going to Chicago in a few weeks to go see Wrigley for the first time. and Don't bring it, no corona back. Okay, so here's what I know about the coronavirus. Like if someone sneezes near you and it gets inside your body or coughs or whatever – then obviously you have a problem. Or if they like cough on their hand, whatever, and then you shake their hand and then you touch your face. I ain't just going to touch anyone. I'm going to carry a bunch of hand sanitizer. I'm going to just, I'm just going to, I feel like if everyone practices safe hygiene, we can limit this, slow it down until the scientists figure out a vaccine. So I believe the main way it's transmitted is airborne, like water droplets. So you sneeze, you cough, it's in the air. So they're saying, like, if people are sick, the best thing they can do is wear a mask because it'll trap it. Yeah. Might not actually be good for you to wear a mask, though, because you're breathing in that same air. So if it's in there, you're getting it. I don't get it. What? What do you mean I'm breathing in the same air? Like, the mask restricts you. So if, like, 
if it's in there, like a chance of you getting it. Oh, I get what you're saying. Um, scary shit though. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. It's very bad for large public areas. Very bad for people who are from Southern California traveling to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. The way I'm looking at it is this. The chance. Okay, so obviously the coronavirus is more deadly than the flu in terms of like the death rate. People are like, oh, well, this many people died from the flu. Well, it's because a shit ton of people got the flu. Yes. More people got the flu, therefore more people died from it. But the death percent, if you take that same number of people who got the flu last year and switch it with the coronavirus, then the deaths would be much higher. But the the way to get it is very similar. So if someone has a flu, like never in my life have I gotten sick from like, I mean, I've gotten sick, but I don't think I've ever gotten sick from someone in public like coughing on me. You know what I mean? It's always just been like some one of my family members is sick or something. How do you think one of your family members got sick, Jay? Well, that's their problem. That's their problem. If they get the coronavirus, I'm not going around them. So my thing is I'm just going to try my best to just live life as I normally live, not get too paranoid, and then just, you know, practice, you know, whatever. And if I get it, shit, I get it. I might get it this weekend. Where are you going? Inglewood. LA. I'm surprised they're not canceling that. Yeah. Large I mean, event. everyone's canceling everything. Large event. With, with a lot of kids. A lot of kids all together don't t- at a dance Don't touch no one. Tell Victoria to bring... Lots of sanitizer. She is always sick. I am worried that my girlfriend's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of sanitizer. Lysol wipes. She, I'm just going to walk up and spray her with hand sanitizer <laughs> in the face a couple times. I do think, okay, so I think it's, some people are underplaying it significantly, think it's not an issue at all, but I do also think it's also getting very overplayed by some people as well. I think the biggest thing like is- Like stocking up on water and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's absurd, but I mean- they're going to be laughing at us when everyone's fucking dead. And they got their <laughs> healthy water. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is there's no... I mean, the flu, they always have a vaccine for the fucking flu. Yeah. Like, you get sick, you get a shot before you get well, sick. Well, yeah, and antibiotics don't help with the coronavirus either. Yeah. So, they just... The, right now, the biggest issue is there's no way to stop it. Once you get it, you're fucked until either you beat it or you die. Which, we should mention a lot of young people, like babies and old people or just people with bad immune systems that are yeah. dying. People our age have a very low mortality rate compared to the general population. The mortality rate's 3%, which is very high for disease. I'm looking at it a positive way. The survival rate is 97%. Glass half full kind of guy. Yeah. If I get it, I'm just going to be like, look, survival rate 97%. I got a good immune system. I get sick like once every like year and a half. I'm just going to hope that my body keeps up. Everyone drink your vitamins. Vitamin C, build up that immune system. I don't know how else to build up an immune system. Milk. Maybe get Not yourself... Bones. Get yourself sick with other sicknesses, so it's like a preseason for your body. Ooh, just get, get them like get them in their spring training <laughs> mode. <laughs> just get them a common. Get yourself a common cold. Maybe go get yourself a little case of pneumonia somehow. I don't. How do you get pneumonia? Can you? Because I know coronavirus. One of the side effects is like pneumonia symptoms. Is pneumonia something that can spread, or is it something that like pneumonia is just water in your lungs, fluid in your lungs? Yeah, but if could someone with pneumonia give me pneumonia? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's something's fucked up with your body to where you're getting fluid in your lungs and then you can't breathe as much because your lungs are full of liquid instead of air. I think that's one of the side effects of coronavirus. It is. Pneumonia-like symptoms. Yeah. Bad shit. Pneumonia can kill you. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that's part of the mortality rate, people getting severe pneumonia and old people. Well, yeah, in 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 that one game, Plague, that's one of like the first side effects you buy is pneumonia. Yeah. 
And that's another scary thing is they can't identify people. Like you can have it for like two weeks before you even know you have it. Yep. There was a story that a vendor at the CenturyLink field in Seattle had coronavirus and there was a Seattle XFL game. And who knows how many people he interacted with and probably gave the virus to. to. That could have just spread it by thousands. I know there was two people in San Francisco who came down with uh, coronavirus and one of them, like their kid. Um, was enrolled in school and they shut the school down indefinitely for now until they get everyone tested. Wow. I just read that today. That's another thing. Um, I read that in the United States government, it, it costs like $3,000 if you get tested. Jesus Christ. I don't know really? how true that is, but in like South Korean stuff, they're setting up like free testing stations and everything. Like if that's true where we have to pay a shit ton to get tested, I just hate us. <laughs> yep. I hate United States. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I don't hate the United States, but I hate that. Someone would have to pay $3,000 to make sure they're not going to die with coronavirus. Even if they're charging the insurance that much for like this type of situation. like That's fucking absurd. Like, Yeah. Literally a state of emergency. Monitoring 2,773 New Yorkers currently in home isolation, most of them in self-quarantine. Yeah, that's crazy, too. Like, the fact that you don't know for weeks. like, So you're like, oh, I'm healthy. I can travel to Chicago. Boom. Coronavirus. It sucks, man. It's gonna shut. It's gonna hurt the economy a lot. Uh, yeah, especially with how paranoid. I mean, like my dad's in the trade show industry. They've already shut down multiple trade shows. I am really spread that the dance competition's still going on. My phone just keeps going off. Yeah, that's um, our that's our friends uh, in the baseball chat. I think it's Miko asking for a team name for fantasy baseball. Was that mean? What I said earlier? No. Oh, it wasn't mean. No, it was fine. Because I looked it up at the team name he suggested, and it was it just came up on like five different like fantasy baseball name idea websites. Hilarious fantasy baseball team, Buster Nut in her posy. That it was so funny. I was like, Miko didn't come up with that. There's That's no way. Great. There's no way no one's ever thought of that. <laughs> Fantastic, especially with how long he's been in the league. It's not like he's <laughs> like the football one last year was two girlies, one cup. That was like the big. Fantastic. Tall girl and Cooper Cup. Anyways, yeah, everyone, uh, stay stay healthy. Practice uh, hygiene. Um, wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Um, if you know you don't have the coronavirus, but maybe you just have a cough, like your throat itches, please, for the love of God, just stop coughing in the middle. I just ha- yesterday in class, there was a girl just like. <coughs> I'm surprised everyone didn't fucking jump her with the coronavirus going on, going around right now. And we talked about it last week. I don't know if we talked about it on the pod or after the pod, but I said stop coughing in your hands, Tyler. Yeah. Cough. And then I proceeded to just cough into the air on your couch right after. <laughs> So, baby steps. And, yeah, just uh, stay sanitary. And if so, you can hopefully avoid it until they have something to fix it. Yeah. If not, then. Until then, uh, don't get too excited for movies. Maybe don't get too excited for the baseball season. Maybe Dodgers Team of Destiny isn't even going to happen. Dude, that would be just my luck, man. (laughs) We get to the World (laughs) Series. We're up three games to zero, and the freaking whole team gets coronavirus, and we have to bring up our triple layers, and we lose four games in a row. That would be crazy, too, because if someone in a clubhouse gets it, everyone on that fucking they're, team's getting coronavirus. They're postponing the league. There's no way. If if a big leader gets coronavirus, the whole league is shutting down for however long. Or they just make them not play like when Magic Johnson got AIDS. Just be the one person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you stuck on the mic? Yes. Just outro us, please. I don't know. Everyone... Be sanitary, stay clean, and uh, tell your friends to stay clean. Don't be a good friend. Tell your 
friend to stay clean. Be mean friend for sanitary reasons this week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old school greats and new school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.